Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. This is the Monday Movie Minute for March 9th, 2020. The main movie review today is one that's out in limited release. So I'm sure most of you are thinking, uh, what? <laughs> but I am going to review Extraordinary. Never heard of it? Yeah, I know. Um, I think it might end up uh, being one of those sleeper cult classics as time goes on. Maybe. So I want to talk about it a little bit. And we're definitely going to fill you in on all of that here in just a minute. And of course, I'll cover the important things as far as a parental movie review. Because your kids are probably going to ask to see this if any of their friends end up watching it. Because they'll think it's hilarious, okay? So I'll give you the heads up on what to expect with that one. We're also going to talk a little bit about the big coronavirus news and how it could potentially disrupt the movie industry and the fandoms. Yeah, it's it's getting weird. It's getting a little crazy out there. We're not going to go into super details, but there's a few things that we should touch on and, and talk about it because it's happening. Uh, but first, first, we're going to talk about the box office. Pixar's Onward is up there at number one. It made $40 million this week. I think they hoped for more like $60 million, but people are saying the virus maybe had something to do with it. But really, was it the virus? Because like Invisible Man is still holding pretty strong at number two. And The Way Back, which is the uh, Ben Affleck movie, that one scored within the target numbers that they expected before coronavirus came out. And that was at number three. So I don't know, maybe it's parents, maybe they felt like they couldn't take the kids to Onward, you know, at this point because of the virus. I mean, I could kind of see that from a parental standpoint. I don't know what the answer is, but uh, yeah, it's out there. If you want to know if you guys should see it, if your family should see it, I do have a full, is it safe for kids, uh, on Pixar's Onward review for you, and I will link that in show notes in case you want to go check that one out. Um, let's see, I said Onward, Invisible Man, way back number three, Sonic the Hedgehog is at number four, Call of the Wild is at number five, Emma is at number six, Bad Boys for Life, number seven, Birds of Prey, the Harley Quinn movie, number eight, uh, Impractical Jokers, the movie at number nine, and uh, number ten, Oh, I didn't write down number 10. I guess it's a mystery, guys. Sorry about that. Uh, so there's your top nine at the box office this week. <laughs> oh, it's been a week, y'all. All right. The Way Back, uh, that one's on my list. It's It was my list to see this weekend. Um, I'm bummed it didn't happen, but I am making it part of the upcoming to-do list. So hopefully we'll be able to talk about that one on Monday. All right. Coronavirus. Here's, here's what you got to know about this. Now, if you're on social media or if you're watching the news or reading the news or, I don't know, been to Costco looking for toilet paper, you probably know all about this virus and what's happening around the world. It started a few weeks ago over in China. It's spreading everywhere. It is starting to impact a ton of industries, but particularly related to the movies and fandoms. I wanted to point out a few things that are happening. A couple of big things happened last week, um, and uh, one of them is, I don't know, seems unprecedented to me. I don't remember something like this happening of recent, but that's when the new James Bond movie, 
No Time to Die. The release date has been pushed back to November 25th, 2020. So it's going to be a Thanksgiving movie. But it was supposed to come out in early April, y'all. It was supposed to come out in a couple of weeks. Uh, Coronavirus was cited as the reason. Yeah. Was this because the press conferences attached to the movie were supposed to take them all around the world? I mean, they do do press everywhere, kind of like Marvel movies do too, right? So is pushing back the opening also pushing back the travel and ultimately makes it a safer experience for everyone involved? I mean, at least we hope by November it's going to be a lot better. Uh, Or, you know, is there a plot point that caused this big pushback to kind of put some space between it? It, You know, could Bond be battling some virus outbreak, right? Uh, It's not outside of the possibilities. Either way, that's what we know, and we will find out in November. And I guess we'll also find out if there's any other movies that follow suit. Could it have been a pure financial speculation of if we can't have the Asian box office right now because nobody's going to movies because they're quarantining themselves, maybe that's why they chose, you know, to push things back. It could be, and I could see other movie studios choosing to do that with some of their potential, you know, big blockbusters that they were hoping for. As of right now, we haven't heard anything else, but that's, that's what happened. And it was kind of a, it was something to talk about this week. Uh, The other big thing was South by Southwest. This is huge in Austin. I am from Austin. In the early 90s, I lived there. And then I went back in the 2000-somethings. I don't know. But South by Southwest is huge, y'all. This is a huge um, tech industry entertainment uh, conference that happens. And it was canceled due to the coronavirus fears. Now, this happened after huge companies like Facebook and TikTok and Twitter. They they all withdrew. And um, so then they decided to just cancel the conference. This this festival draws in fans from all over the world. Uh, we're talking, I think 50,000 people come from everywhere. And some of them are from those very affected regions. And so I think it did make sense to make this call. But I also know it had to just crush them. And the jury is still out to see what other big cons and conferences and fan festivals might have to ultimately follow suit. I am actually supposed to be going to Boston to the Ace Comic Con in a few weeks. And I keep kind of waiting for that email to come through. I'm not going to lie that it's being rescheduled or that they've had to cancel it. They have been great with communication and updating us and letting us know that they are obviously monitoring the situation. And um, they did release some changes in photo ops and meet and greet rules that we had to be aware of. So, you know, it's happening, guys. It's happening. This coronavirus, it could impact fangirls and guys just like you and I. Uh, We'll have to see what happens as the next couple of weeks roll out. I feel like as fans, we absolutely have a right to be sad and to be disappointed. But as human beings... I hope we can respect the appropriateness of the situation and the calls that are being made at this time. I mean, until then, I will just be over here fangirling my do-it-yourself hand sanitizer since I can't seem to find any on store or online. (laughs) And uh, fangirl on, right? Right. (laughs) Hey, y'all. If you are a podcaster, listen up. I'm excited to partner with Podcorn to bring you this episode of No Guilt Fangirls. Podcorn is a marketplace that wants to connect your brand, your show, and your voice with sponsors that will speak to your audience. 
I've recently started working with Podcorn to host my shows, and it's been such an easy process. Look, if you can't make it easy, I'm probably walking away, and Podcorn has made it really simple and really transparent. You choose what sponsor would be a good fit for your people, submit your pitch, and you go from there. Now, why would you want to have advertising on your podcast? I mean, ideally, we probably all wouldn't. You know, I, I get it. I get it. But hosting fees, equipment, paying for a podcast editor, all of these things can add up and the logistics can get a little costly. So why not consider working with Podcorn to potentially offset some of the logistical costs that go into creating your awesome podcast? Click the link in my show notes to sign up for Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities. All right, let's talk about Extraordinary. Now, I didn't know anything about this movie. The reason I went and saw it was I was scrolling through my phone app looking at what movies came out this week, and I landed on Extraordinary. And the synopsis is what pulled me in. It's a horror rom-com. That kind of speaks to my soul, and it it, it got my, my interest. And then I took a quick look at some critic reviews, and everyone's saying it's a riot, it's hilarious, really getting great response um, from the critic level. So I thought, all right, I'll give it a try. I'll go check this one out. Uh, What is Extraordinary about? So we have Rose. She is a very lovely small town driving instructor, but she also happens to have the talents. And the talents is this supernatural ability where she can talk to ghosts, okay? She loves this, but she also hates this about herself. And there was actually something that happened in her past that affected her father. And she absolutely has been trying to suppress this aspect of her life. Uh, In comes Martin. Martin is a widower who is being haunted by his dead wife, Bonnie. And Bonnie ain't nice, y'all. Bonnie is being a little bit uh, brutal to him. And he is being pushed by his daughter, Sarah, to get some help, to to basically get some help. And that's how he and Rose kind of meet up. Rose initially rebuffs him, tells him to go away. She can't help him, but ultimately comes around because Martin is lovely. And uh, they decide to work together and to try to take care of the situation because the situation gets more complicated when Sarah, Martin's daughter, uh, gets basically put under a spell and by, by somebody who, sh- who wants to use her in a satanic ritual. That's right, a satanic ritual. That's when things kind of kick up the notch and Rose is like, ah, oh, no, nah, man, we can't have that. You know, I got to help you save your daughter. So they start to work together. First of all, as I like to watch these from a parent uh, perspective, again, I have that 17-year-old kid who likes to push the limits on what's appropriate and what he wants to see out in the movie theaters. And I was trying to decide if this would be appropriate for my oldest son. He likes horror. He has a sarcastic humor. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I thought a a little rom-com mixed with horror would be something that he could enjoy. Now, I will say that the jokes and the gore and the satanic ritual situations are all 100% not to be taken seriously. So while the subject matter on its face value, you might be shutting the door and saying that's a hard no, and I get that, and I do think that's appropriate that you know exactly what's up. It's about virgin sacrifice. They are putting together these satanic rituals, 
you know, it's paranormal stuff. This absolutely may be so far out, you know, that your family cannot watch it. However, if you like the kind of movie like uh, what, what We Do in the Shadows, it's kind of along those lines, okay? So if that's something that your family has seen or enjoyed or, you know, it just gives you a little idea of what level this is on. It's basically an Irish ghost story. There's a lot of four-letter language in this one. Again, I kind of compare to what we do in the shadows when you're thinking of the gore level. There's no nudity, but there is some sex. Big wooden phallic staff, even, <laughs> that gets some screen time. So, you know, there's definitely some some concerns. It's rated R for a reason. It's a fair rating for that. Is it right for your kid? Maybe, maybe not. I think a mature child 16 17 ish could probably see this one and get the humor behind it and not take it very seriously but at the same time i could also see completely skipping this one and it doesn't need to be recommended for anyone under the age of 18 so i'm kind of on the fence you know i really think this is one of those like your your child your best judgment when it comes down to it as an adult did i enjoy it you know honestly the story itself wasn't super clever but the writing was, and it did have our audience laughing very loudly at certain times. Some of the paranormal moments were also super clever, but for me, the real feature of the film was in the characters and their development, uh, especially this relationship between Rose and Martin. I adored them together, and I would see a sequel to the story because of them, especially because they kind of leave us on this little cliffhanger, so maybe they're setting that up. I don't know. But Rose is delightful, and she just won over my heart. Um, why didn't I like it? Maybe it was the other characters who just didn't pull their weight in this film for me. They didn't pull me in as much as they should have. And since I don't know, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was seeing anything brand new or a new fresh story. I was really focused in on the characters, and so when they didn't deliver, that's kind of where I got a little bit bored. I'll admit. Uh, I can't give it the glowing review that other critics are, but I also see the potential here for a cult following. It's it's quick-witted, and it's well put together overall, and in the right company, you just might love it. <laughs> uh, so that's extraordinary. It is in limited release out in theaters around the country. All right, well, that's all I've got for you right now. If you have a moment to rate, review, subscribe, I appreciate it. Five stars go a long way in showing the algorithms and other movie lovers and fangirls that you love the show, that they might love the show, and I appreciate that. There will be a fangirling episode up later on this week, so come back. And then, of course, there's going to be Shit's Creek talk as well. You know we're counting down season six. We are recapping it. Jamie and I are having a blast with this, and we do hope that you are listening in. And, uh, yeah, that's what's going on. That's what's going on. Make sure you wash your hands, stay healthy, stay smart, and... While it's no fun to fangirl alone, maybe we can fangirl with a little less people around us until this coronavirus passes, okay? See you next week.